fascinated by last words. There are even books that collect them. Among my personal favorite parting words are those spoken by a general during the American Civil War to soldiers who were taking cover from enemy snipers. They couldn't hit an elephant at this distance. Perhaps not, but in the absence of elephants, they could hit a major general. One reason for our fascination with parting words is that they sometimes summarize the life of the speaker, whether that speaker is dying or simply leaving for someplace new. That is especially true when the speaker has had time to think out the words ahead of time. Sometimes the words that are passed on are not actually those of the person to whom they're attributed. Others invent words after the fact to provide inspiration, entertainment, or a fitting tribute to one who is gone. Such are the last words attributed to Mother Teresa. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. And some variants on that. According to an eyewitness, her actual last words were, I can't breathe. To conclude his gospel, Matthew gives us a version of the parting words of Jesus. Like parting words that summarize the speaker's life and work, Matthew has thought them out and intends them to summarize his gospel. He begins by having Jesus declare his credentials, reminding us that it is important to pay attention to what the Lord has to say. He says that all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to him. In other words, what he commands is not only trustworthy, it is to be obeyed. And then he gets to the important part of the message. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. The Lord does not command reflection, prayer, or worship. He commands action. His disciples are to get moving. All else is secondary to that and is meant to aid that. Reflection, prayer, and worship should help us better go to the nations. In Scripture, the nations are not countries like those whose flags are lined up in front of the United Nations headquarters in New York. The nations are Scripture's way of speaking of those who do not believe, those who are not yet part of the people of God. Jesus tells his followers to go to them, to make those people the focus of the church's activity. In fact, they are the reason the church exists. Just as the Son was sent into the world by the Father, the Church is sent into the world. The reason we exist as Church is for the sake of those who do not know Christ, and to the extent that we focus our attention, service, and concern toward ourselves, we're not really being Church. Too many people do not know of the love of God. Most of them believe in some God or religion or other, some even claim to be Christians, but their understanding of God is not based upon a conviction that God is love, and therefore they still need to hear the good news from true disciples. Others are doubtful about who God is, yet others deny that there could be any God at all. There's only one way that they're going to learn the truth about God, who is a loving relationship among Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that overflows this love for us. That way is for disciples of Christ to teach them what Christ has taught us, that God so loved the world as to send the Son to be our Savior.
We have to do that in such a way that attracts the followers, just as Jesus did in his ministry. Our service to God and our sisters and brothers should be such as to draw others to join us through baptism into the death and resurrection of Christ. Then, they too can proclaim the gospel to all nations. There are many obstacles to our doing that. The world often seems uninterested in hearing the good news. Sometimes, like the disciples who were with Jesus on the mountain, we ourselves doubt. At other times, our sin and weakness interfere and make our proclamations seem more like bad news or empty words. However, we must not give up hope, nor must we give up the proclamation. The Lord assures us that in his glory, he is no longer limited by time and place and is with us today and always. That assurance gives us the confidence we need to obey his great command. Catholic Asian News is the leading independent Catholic news source from Asia. Support our network of Catholic journalists and editors who daily provide accurate independent reports and commentaries on issues affecting the Church across the Asian region. Go to www.ucanews.com slash donate and do your bit. Thank you.